Hey, it's Chris Edgerly, a.k.a. The Edge Voice, and you're about to listen to an audio version of an interview I've done on my streamcast on Twitch. Now, if you'd like to see the video along with it, you can find it in the links below, or you can just go to my YouTube channel, Chris Edgerly, a.k.a. The Edge Voice. Hope you enjoy it. Staycation is with us, ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, you know, we are both uh, being responsible. We're, we're isolating. How is your isolation going? It's it's good right now. I uh, I still eat the same amount, I which is hardly anything, and I'm still inside all day. And uh, yeah, the routines like the dead. It's exactly the same. It's pretty. Yeah, pretty fun. I dig the background you got going on there. What's that background? Yeah. Okay, oh, oh my goodness. I'm hoping I could like one day move. You have no. Yeah. <laughs> people don't understand how small my apartment is. Like, right. Self isolation is bad. Right here. I don't know if you can see this. Right here. On this side, I got okay. my bathroom door. Right. Right here. Literally, I could reach and touch it. Here's okay. my bedroom door. Okay. That is my hallway. Okay. Kitchen with a bar stool and countertop. Go down a tiny little hallway. You got your staircase up, and you're outside. Okay. It's See, box. it's a... I'm in a box. This is my whole apartment right here. Yeah, you've got a – I saw your YouTube video because, uh, like, a lot of people know you. Obviously, know you from your stream, but you also have all this YouTube content that mm -hmm. people really enjoy. And I've been getting more and more into the content as well, but I only put up one video a week, and that's all I have time to be able to edit and put together right now. But you have a YouTube video where you show your setup, and it's not yes. just your tech setup. It's your apartment because it's, it's basically, like, one yeah. area – like usually with the house, there's a oh, there's a hallway and there's some more rooms down here and over here. And you yours is just and you got some yeah. This is like basically you're in a box. If, yeah, you're in a box. And if you're to rent out an office, I'm basically just living in the office. Okay. So yeah, that's, but it's that's it's good. nice. I mean, you got some bar stools there with the, yeah, with the, with the chrome stools, base, yeah. you know. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and you know your your setup is really nice. As a matter of fact, my wife has done some photography. She saw your ring lights and she said, "That's what you need for your studio." Yeah, the ring lights are nice. I got, I got two. I had one, but I got two because otherwise it'd be like completely shadowed. So it yeah, no, that's nice. I'm going with ambient light here. We uh, we have a two-story condo we're in, and it's kind of weird because it's a building. It's a nice building, but it's on a hill, and so mm -hmm. we're in the back. And so the top floor that you walk in on is the living room, the dining room the uh, uh like uh, the the studio where i have like my wife's music set up and i have mm. my tech set up and then behind me i'll show you guys i've done this before but this is i use oh, the same the green. green screen that you do the elgato mm -hmm. so when i lower this so this this is my voiceover booth right here oh holy smokes but that's a cave inside there that is dark that's so wait, because you got the acoustic foam, so it's completely. And what kind of mic do you have up in there? It's pretty good. I got the Shure KSM32 condenser mic, which is a pretty good mic. It's broadcast quality. I've used it for jobs since the uh, since the the pandemic hit. Everything's kind of like shafted to the side a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Even like uh, the gym has been a really really big like change because normally I was going to the gym and everything, and I actually like. Just got myself back up going to the gym again because I took like a solid eight months off when I first started YouTube. Uh -huh. I used to play football before this and then I went cold turkey, like never working out. And then I got back <laughs> into it and then the virus hit. So then I, I didn't do anything for a month because I'm like, oh, it'll be open next week. 
right and i was like a month later i'm like okay it's, it's probably not opening next week so I've yeah i'm trying to do some stuff at home but it, yeah it's just it's not fun doing everything in the same little box well i've discovered i've been doing this for years though this is for for me we're coming up on almost 15 years i've not used weights and it's all calisthenics mm. it's push-ups pull-ups i have uh pull-up bars at home and um if you have a floor and a pull-up bar you can get a complete body workout and uh, you just have to be diligent about it. But you can do all of that with body weight resistance to get pretty much in whatever shape you want. And even with cardio, if a lot of people say, oh, I need to get out and run for my cardio. Yeah, it's nice if you have the time to do that. But I challenge yeah. anyone to do jumping jacks for more than five minutes without puking. So, Max. yeah. Max. So even jumping rope. Jumping yeah. ropes make you puke as well. Oh yeah. My People think, oh, I can't yep. just stay in one spot. It's not enough cardio. Oh, then you're not doing the right cardio, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> get a jump rope. Don't even, even if you don't get a jump rope, I challenge some people to just turn on the TV, turn on your favorite show that's 30 minutes long, and simply bounce back and forth on the balls of your feet for 30 straight minutes and see if your heart rate doesn't oh start going up, up, up. Do it for 30 straight minutes and then let me know how that went. Because I guarantee you. My calves you, already crying. That just sounds yeah. painful. <laughs> and then there's another one you can do where you, you stand straight and then you go down on one knee and touch the floor and then come up and raise that knee in the air. And that's one. And then do the other one. Do up and down. I just call those up downs. Do that for five minutes. You're not going to make it. So people keep saying, oh, I need a gym. Eh, no, you don't. Yeah, that's true. That's no, true. That's true. I mean, the push-up workout I did Monday, it was all just – it was like push-ups, incline push-ups, and decline push-ups, and then some, uh, some basically just like arm raises, just that like insane amount of reps. And yeah, yeah, I'm still my whole just doing push-ups alone, like that many push-ups for a whole workout. My whole core sore too, because like just so much more than just your chest when you're doing push-ups. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a lot. So you played football in college? Oh uh, yeah. Nice. I well, don't look it. <laughs> I don't know. From well, the I neck up, receiver. you look pretty. I played receiver. All right. Yep. Receiver. Were you, were they sending you on routes across the middle? Yeah, no, I was a, I was a slot back. I wasn't a wide out. I I'm never gonna hit the six foot cut, so I'm not. Okay. All right. <laughs> I ain't out there. All right. Yeah. Did you have guys in the pros that you would emulate? You know, if you were a smaller guy, did you like like Julian Edelman and guys oh, like that? Tavon Austin. Really? Did you? Did you? Oh yeah, Tavon. He's. I would watch his highlights over and over. Like he. Oh man, I mean, he's just goaded. I mean, like his his college high, highlight tape was just on another level. When he got to the league, like you know, he did some cool things and all. But yeah, at West Virginia, he was crazy. I uh, I was uh, way too small to play sports in high school, and I uh, finally grew. But I didn't get any thicker. I just got taller, and so I just stayed yeah. <laughs> really really skinny. And just as a lark, I played rugby for a year. Rugby alone is enough to turn you off contact sports forever after that because there's no pads. It's 15 guys mm -hmm. to his side. And you don't usually see a guy making some sort of breakaway juke and, and juking everybody out. It's just like, no, you got to slowly get that ball down the field. And it's like an outdoor mm -hmm. bar fight. It's just crazy. It's ugly, yeah. I had friends yeah. who played in high school, and that was just, ooh. Yeah. Away from that. <laughs> yeah. It's in fact on the rugby team, it was a bunch of guys who were like state champion wrestlers, but they weren't big enough to play football at college level, so they just came out in rugby. But all right, here's a question for you then. How did you go yeah. from being a college athlete who I guess probably played some games? You know, you probably played some uh some console I like, stuff. I like, 
Yeah. Yeah. But how did I, you get uh, to be? How did you get to be Staycation? How'd the name come about? How did you get to where you are right now? Okay. Uh, the name Staycation. I get this question a lot every day, like on stream. Um, I got you know. Remember the PlayStation Portable the uh -huh. handheld? I I got one of those, and I had to create a PlayStation account because when I got a, my first game was like I had to redeem it online. So I was like, okay, I got to create a gamer tag, and then I I was coming up with like all the craziest names like right. Like back in like 2013, everyone was like XXX, like Asian Knifer, like XX, like all those like crazy <laughs> names and everything. So right. I was like, all of them, like they're all taken. I couldn't believe I was literally mind boggled. So I was like, Grandma, like, what's that word you said earlier in the day? Like, we, we were coming back from the grocery store. And she's like, we'll have a staycation. And I was like, okay, I'll try that. I plugged in the, plugged in the word staycation. It was available. I'm like, blessed. And I've had it for like, I don't know how many years now. Like, it's, it's been over 10. It's crazy. So that's how like the name came about. Okay. But then, um, I got into YouTube. I like I honestly until like a year and a half ago, I never even thought of YouTube. I played football like my whole life, all through elementary, high school. Want to like go play um in the states. Ended up playing in Canada, which wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I came out here to Nova Scotia because I got a scholarship to play football at uh, St. Mary's University, and then okay. um I ended up meeting a friend named brett brett barrett and he was also on the football team for training camp only in my first year mm -hmm. and then uh, he ended up leaving two weeks into training camp because he was a youtuber as well he needed madden videos and all that mm -hmm. um so i never i never really spoke to him until two years later when i ended up leaving football because i just didn't see uh, a good future through it and then when i left football um I'm, i was really I, I i did business school in uni university so I want to try to start up a business of my own. So when I left football, um, I want to start up a speed and agility business. So I ran mm -hmm. that and him seeing an ad online through Instagram asked me to participate in one of his IRL YouTube challenge videos. Okay. And so I did that with him. And then that sparked the idea six months later. Um, I, I told my boss, I was going to the bathroom for 30 minutes and called him up and was like, yo, how would I like get into YouTube or like, what would I need to like start up? And then from there, I just, Went, got some equipment and posted a video every day every day since and i mean that's the, really it consistency just gets you where you want to be and you studied business in college you said right yes marketing okay so here you have uh the athlete background which means there's got to be some discipline because you got to train yes. you got to learn uh you got to learn plays and uh especially it depends on the kind of team you're on, but some teams are just all about the offense, and so they're going to hand you this thick playbook. So you got to learn that. So mm -hmm. discipline, and then marketing. You understand how to identify your product, reach an audience, all of that. So exactly. to it's me, like, yeah, it doesn't seem like nice it's blend. yeah, it's it's not a mystery that you become really successful this quickly. Look at your background. Thank you. I yeah that. <laughs> yeah actually now that you point that out it's like they, they are like completely different from like making videos but in terms of like the course it, it kind of like blends together yeah to, to yeah feel kind of yeah i guess uh right. you you know there's there's all kinds of parallels you can draw but uh let's say on a football team you you have two kinds of players the guys who are gym rats they're they're in the they're they're first to go in they're the last to leave they love to work at their at their at their skill set. And then there's the guys who just get by on pure talent. And you can tell it's like this guy doesn't really care about exercise. He doesn't care about learning the plays. He can just he can create his situation and make it work. But 
that always, at some point you hit a brick wall, unless you are like once in a generation talent, at some point they got to put the work in. So if you're exactly. one of those guys that is used to putting the work in, when you get beyond that, that, uh, that arena, you get out into the world, you've got a better skill set that's going to work for you. With streaming, this, there's so much stuff I'm still learning about it because the marketing is one aspect of it. Just running a stream, the amount of work that is involved, I think people don't really get a sense. Um, what is your basic, uh, like how would you describe what you have to do to start your stream, to run it, and then to shut it down and then get your content ready? So that's the thing, that's the biggest thing that, people don't realize when it comes to streaming like making videos is one thing but then to have everything that functions in the video happen real time while live mm -hmm. is a completely different ball game you know what i mean so that was like a really difficult thing to do the amount of like hours of research that have gone into like just figuring out little things remember when we first started talking i was like that little noise in the background right how can i get rid of that like dealing with like lower quality microphones obviously this thing's pretty easy to like mitigate that but uh, yeah, just like the research that goes into everything, people are like, oh, well, how would I do that unless like I connections and all that. But with research or anything, as long as you put the time and you'll eventually figure it out. So I know my, my girlfriend, she's been like trying to start up and make some videos and stuff like that. And um, she's going through the same process. Obviously, it's helpful if you have someone help, you know what I mean? But right. anything is possible if you have to do it yourself. So um, things like I got to do when I start up my stream, I mean things have gone a lot simpler now that I have the hard way to do it. Like I have a nice mm -hmm. mix amp. So like if I wanted to, I can lower and raise my voice, raise mm -hmm. the game all in like one little interface. But before, you know, it's just like, you got to go through like digital settings. Like you're dealing with like the OBS mixer and all that, um, which is a little less inconvenient, but it's still completely functional. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. It's just, um, yeah, it's just like a couple of things you got to kind of work around and research, but you, you could do it. Yeah. This, I, I'd be shocked that there was something you could not learn on YouTube at this point. There are videos yeah. for everything. Like my brother is an animator and a graphic designer, and he does the graphics for my stream. And he has taught himself how to do so many things just by finding videos on YouTube. He's really good at that. Finding them, yeah, you, learning what he needs. You can find everything. I mean, the only, every, every single thing I've learned how to operate my DSLR camera, how to function my PC, how to build a PC that I'm talking to you off right now this microphone audio interface everything was done through youtube really Googling. that's it yeah everything not a single thing i've i mean i think the marketing background is a little overhyped right now i'm not gonna lie at two years i had three marketing courses left and i talked to the advisor i said there better be some secret sauce in these last three <laughs> last three courses because i got 15 <laughs> electives two years and that's like what another like 20 grand i said yeah, you're not everything's yeah off the internet you, you find it all man that's it yeah and were you somebody who is sort of technologically inclined? Were you always good with tech or did you have to sort of start from scratch? You didn't even have an affinity for it. Um, I mean, the only background I really knew was how to plug an HDMI cable into a TV and play some video games. And then everything else, I mean, like anything new you pick up, you're going to have to do research. I don't think anyone will be naturally gifted and just knowing the unknown. Right. You know what I mean? So even just how to plug in a webcam. Yeah. Oh, to buy a webcam how does it plug in usb what mm -hmm. software do i need google it quick there you go and it, it just gets like that as you move up but just a little bit more difficult more things to research you know what i mean yeah i've found with me i um i've got a little bit of the adhd it's it's manageable you know it's always been one of those borderline cases but 
if you give me too much information at once, I get overwhelmed because I try and process all of it at the same time. And mm-hmm. I've found that if I break things down into steps, just like, like good instructions, if you had told me everything I would have had to do to run a stream back in July oh, yeah. of last year, I would have said, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be able to handle that. But if you had just yeah. said the way I did it, which is, oh, turn on your Xbox, start playing the game. And there's this button you push that'll capture the last 10 minutes of your game plan. Oh, that's awesome. What an incredible yeah, you, world you we was, live in. <laughs> Sometimes it's like a blessing in disguise that you don't yeah. know everything you have to do yet. Because at that point, it would just completely discourage you. Like, whoa, you learn slowly. Little things will move you forward. And then, you know, you'll, you'll yeah. ease your way into it. I definitely have had to crawl before I've walked. And without my mods, I, I wouldn't be able to do hardly anything. I mean, I, I yes. there's 100%. no way. Shout out to all the mods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the mods around the world. You guys Ex- are the goats. Exactly. I, I wish I could pay you guys. Yeah. <laughs> mods don't I don't even know who I don't even know who gets paid as a mod unless you're modding for like Dr. Disrespect or somebody. I don't know. It's yeah, it's know basically an intern slot, you know. It, it really is. Like I know Ninja. I think I think Ninja he tweeted out and I think he said he paid his his uh a couple of his mods like a thousand bucks over the uh-huh. corona. Uh, okay like the whole coronavirus time right um just because like they're oh i mean like everyone's watching streams now you know what i mean so yeah probably even more to handle which is crazy yeah it is and um the one thing like my brother had found out some of this he said you know what a lot of mods are able to do is if the stream gets big enough then they get known from that stream and they're able to do a stream of their own and get like affiliate status and so they can they can monetize in their own way, so it's it's an entrepreneur free for all on Twitch. So I know one yeah. of my mods. His name's Truckin. He's mm-hmm. like he's. I've talked to him a lot in the Instagram DMs and <clears throat> like in terms of like he asked me a couple things like what he needs to get and stuff like that. And now he runs the stream. I'm pretty sure he hit affiliate already. There and you go. Yeah, he he streams consistently now, which is really really cool to see. That is good. That is good yeah. because that's yeah. Eventually. They will, you know, because I don't know how long your mods will usually stay, but, you know, there's always some turnover, which I expect because people have lives. And at some point yeah. they move on to something else. And sometimes it's because, hey, I'm going to go do my own stream. Yeah. And that's 100 percent. If anything, that's encouraged because, like, that's the whole point of it. At least you're inspired to go do something from this stream in your right. own life. You know what I mean? Which exactly. Is now. Could you see yourself? I mean, you're like I said, you're still pretty young, and it's hard for me to not come off like a grandpa saying no, no, this no. stuff, especially wearing my flat cap. This is Dude, the I like the I dig it. It's sweet. I know. Well, you know, once the once the hair is gone, you got to put something stylish on. But this is like back in the '80s. This is what my granddad would wear when he would go out and drive. Not when he would just go out. He'd had to be driving before he put this on. <laughs> so, and almost like he would just say, "No, this is just for driving." And then later on, it becomes more of this fashion statement. It's interesting to see somebody come out of college and even decide, I don't need anything else college is trying to give me because I know what I need right now. It's interesting Mm -hmm. to see somebody come straight out of college and jump into basically running their own business. Is this something you thought about when you were younger? Or is this just something that was in front of you and you thought, I'm going to take this opportunity? This is something that kind of like popped up. And I saw it as an opportunity because I actually I didn't finish university. I was in my um, I had finished my second year. So I was going into my third year university uh-huh. and I was talking to the advisor. There's only three marketing courses left. Like I was 
I was in like a deep spiral of like really trying to figure out something I'd like to pursue. And I had made videos for about six months and then uh, up came the summer. And mm -hmm. I normally took courses in the summer, but um, I was getting some traction on YouTube. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take these summer courses off and I'm really going to dedicate um, myself to keep doing this and even more. I think it, during the summer, it got to a point where I was posting like two or three videos in a single day. Oh, like I would wow. wake up and I would just post, post, post all the time. And then um, with what I was kind of like predicting, like if I keep this up or if I accelerate a little bit, I'll be able to, you know what I mean? Make, make ends meet with some money and then I can really just dedicate myself full time with this. And so it got, it, it got risky. There was one month um, to, to my girlfriend right here. She had to pay my rent one month because I was full Hello. a little bit short, a little bit short <clears throat> of my uh, predictions. But once it hit, that's when it all just started flowing. And it was it, it's crazy how that happens to so many people. They're like, yeah, was like on the verge of like straight up being homeless. And then all of a sudden it just pushes through. But you know what I mean? It's, that's it's like. That's not an accident. Yeah, yeah. That, it's not an accident when that happens. I've noticed this uh, working on like a lot of the voiceover stuff I get to work on. My university contacted me and said, hey, we want to do more outreach with our alumni. And um, mm -hmm. we have some I went to University of Georgia, so it's all the way on the other side of the country. They said, but we have this internship that happens over the course of the summer. Can we send some students your way? And I said, sure, I'll take them to a table read for the show and show them around like this, this studio lot. And oh, that's really cool. yeah. And well, these are people who are 20, 21, 22 years old. And I asked them, um, I get the feeling because when I was 22, it was 1991. It was mm -hmm. a completely different world. There was no internet. There was the idea that when you got out, you would go looking for a job and you'd keep that job for as long as you could. And if you're mm -hmm. lucky, it's a job you love. These guys are besieged by social media. So every hour of every day, they see people They see people their age who are apparently living their best life. They're achieving all these things. People are Instagramming all these glamorous looking things they're doing. No, Instagram bugs me a little. We'll, yeah. I'll get into that after. You go we'll ahead. get into that. But I asked yeah. them, I said, because of social media, do you guys feel like you have to make it immediately? And they all went, yes. They feel all this pressure because of what they're seeing from their peers. And I said, I know this sounds like hard advice to follow, but you got to ignore all that because all of those people are just putting up fronts. They're struggling yep. just like you are. Don't believe everything you see when you make it. I said, look, I just turned at the time I was 49. I was turning 50. I said, I just had my best year ever. And I've been in this business. I mean, I've been out on my own for almost 30 years. And I've mm -hmm. been in the show business in one form or another for, geez, 27 years. And I just had my best year ever. It is a marathon, not a sprint. It is. Exactly. And so the fact that you went from, yeah, being, you know, yeah, you're almost homeless to suddenly you're making it. That was a, uh, a feature, seems to me, of the hard work you put in, the everyday hard work. And you didn't get distracted by what your peers were doing. Exactly. It, nothing was more discouraging than changing my Instagram name when it says Trist. It, my name is Tristan Justo, uh -huh. and then all of a sudden, every, like all my friends, it just says staycation. And I got some random gaming logo, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everyone's just questioning it all of a sudden. But uh, no, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, like if you put on the work and you put your head down and work towards, it, I mean, great things will just end up happening. The one thing I like, I, I know, um, 
my girlfriend, she just graduated. She finished her class exam. Congratulations um, to her. She says, congratulations on graduating. What's <laughs> it? What did, what did she get a degree in? If you don't mind my asking. Ology, philosophy, and a minor in business. I, I know I should know that, but there's so many ologies. And, Sociology, um, philosophy, and a minor in business. That's an interesting mm, combination. Right? But um, one thing I always like say to her in terms of like not knowing what you want to do right now is that it doesn't matter if you don't know what you want to do. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter all at all. All that is irrelevant. Yeah. As long as you're actively pushing yourself, working towards new things every day, yeah. and searching that is all that matters. You you could be lost forever, but eventually you will find it. it another thing I always like to say is um, people are always like, oh, you're lucky that you're in your position or like you're lucky that you made it. And it's like, even if it is a game of luck, whoever is willing to put themselves in the position to be lucky most often is probably going to be the one to get lucky. So Yeah, my uncle is a psychologist and he used to tell me, he used to throw these bone mows out to me and he would say, first of all, there's no such thing as luck. Luck is being prepared for an opportunity when it presents itself. And everyone gets opportunities. People think, oh, I just haven't gotten a lucky break. Well, people think a lucky break is when you go from zero to 60 in one move. That's No, that's, that's the kind of luck that is that 1% of luck. 99% of it is when an opportunity comes along and you're prepared for it, you succeed at that opportunity. And what that does is it takes you from here to here. That's it. And then the next one will take you to there. It's this staircase that people are climbing. People look at, oh, well, you've done all these things on TV and you've done this and that. It's like, yeah, and it took me a long damn time to do all those things. Mm -hmm. And it was a series of opportunities that I succeeded at sprinkled with failure after failure. Exactly. Of, of times when I either wasn't prepared or it just wasn't for me. So, yeah, your, your, your girlfriend will find this out. Of course, your girlfriend has a degree in philosophy. Shouldn't she already know that? What you told her? <laughs> shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't she be the one telling you that? Yeah, exactly. But, so, um, yeah. <laughs> well, it, what you said is true. I find I consider myself very lucky in that I know what I want to do. That's really, if you get up every day knowing how you want to spend your day, you're an extremely lucky person. Facts, yeah. That's half the battle, just yeah. knowing what to do. Are you doing everything you want to do right now? Obviously, pandemic aside, do you spend your days doing what you want to do, or do you have other things on the horizon you're working towards? Right now, I'm, I get like a lot of the things that I want to do done. One thing I'm realizing with like YouTube and streaming is like, it's really come to a cap with time that I have in a day and I feel bad because like I talk to my moderators about a bunch of things that I want to get done and like mm -hmm. just other little side things like actually right here I have a this is my it's my to-do list and idea book right here my there big you go. book but, it's yellow um, so you'll notice it you won't just walk exactly. right by it and forget it you can't you can't hide from that thing right but, um I think that once you max out your 24 hours yeah like that that's what I feel like it's come to at this point in terms of like um, trying to do workouts, stay healthy, proper eating, because I think all those things tie into your work as well. <coughs> oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Video editing, streaming. But now um, I look at guys like Ninja. I look at guys like Nick Merckx, Dr. Disrespect. And it's like, how do they take their content to the next level? Mm -hmm. And obviously um, doing all this, I, I have to allocate time editing, doing all some of the grit work by myself. Mm -hmm. So now it's kind of like now I can start maybe moving laterally and distributing so we can move even higher to 
take the content to the next level you know what i mean so that's kind of like right. the next thing i have in mind um maybe start distributing like elsewhere like to, to other people around me and building a bigger team which would okay really, really help out. so outsourcing some of that work exactly. so that you can get more done exactly yeah i've noticed that um like I have, uh, my schedule is, uh, takes me in many different directions. I have brought my brother in to help me do some editing, to help me do some tech work because I realize, um, yes, if I want to continue to move up this staircase, I have got to do it with the same amount of time. I'm not adding any hours to my, uh, to my work week. And it's what you said. You've got a 24-hour day. And you feel like you're already maximizing the time you have. And so you're right. Um, you've got to build out. And so do you – are you searching for those people or do you feel like you've kind of already got them in place and now you're figuring out what work to give them? Um, no, I don't, I don't have them in place yet. But it's okay. definitely something like I've been realizing that I need to like – like definitely like an editor would help out so much mm -hmm. um, like in terms of like making YouTube videos because – that's more hours I can stream. That's more hours I can do into research to doing new things that got me to where I am today. You know what I mean? Right. Like constantly looking into new things because the moment the moment you get comfortable, the moment you stop doing new things is the moment you're probably going down or you're just staying in the same spot. You know what I mean? Right. Staying in the same spot probably isn't ideal. You're probably going down. That's, that's very rare. You just stay in the same spot. How much of this do you <laughs> feel like you intuitively learn and how much of it? is in you discussing what, you know, like with your girlfriend, oh, well, what do you think about this approach to life? What did so-and-so, what did Plato or Aristotle say about this? Is this still relevant today? Yeah, I think uh, when you talk about like building a team, obviously I don't hire or pay my girlfriend, but my girlfriend no. is a huge, huge support and help in like everything I do. Right. Like, I, I would not be able to get everything I need to get done uh -huh. in a day. Um, if it wasn't for her, if anything, I probably would have already been moved out more laterally to like right. other people and distributed more work at this point already because it wouldn't have been uh, um, enabled to be accomplished. But, you know, we 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 keep each other humble. We we definitely like talk everything over with each other, uh -huh. whether it's ideas, whether it's next moves, whether it's anything. And um, in terms of like the um, I don't know, like the discipline and all that, I definitely growing up playing football and my father, he was. He was a really, really, really strict man, uh -huh. but um, it was all because he cared. And right, I, I don't know. He just I learned a, a lot from him in terms of like when times get tough. You know what I mean? Like there really is. There's gonna be tough times, but there's nothing that's not manageable. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> well, and some people get afraid of that pain. They feel like mm -hmm. oh, I don't know if I can go through this. And sometimes the only way you realize you're gonna be able to make it is because you've gone through versions of it. Exactly. So, you you got to learn. It's just uncomfortable for the time being. Like never uh, like a year and a half ago when I first started YouTube, um, I remember I was talking to my dad and he suggested a lot of things business wise. And I never like even just hearing about it, I was like, ooh, like I was intimidated. But now, right, like I'm fully incorporated. I, I, I oh, you're incorporated. I'm incorporated. Smart so, like, man. YouTube, all everything's run through um, uh, the business. And then obviously. Um, I have an accountant now and we talk very closely and tightly with like everything financially. So like a year and a half ago, I would have been like, whoa, but you know, it, it's, yeah. it's a little risk and it's something that like my, my father, he's on the side of the country. So going uh, like calling up, uh, I, when I remember when I did uh, get incorporated, I had to call up, um, a lawyer and I was like, uh, hi, 
I like to incorporate. And then he's just like, what do you do? And I'm, I don't even know what I'm talking about. So you take like these little uncomfortable risks, but then once you do, it's like, it's whatever, you know what I mean? Nice water bottle, by the way. (coughs) Why? Thank you. This is uh, a little bit of the swag. I didn't get that old ways, uh, uh, sculpture that you got though. You didn't? No, that's for streamers. That's for streamers and guys like you. That's yeah. Let's see that. Nothing's more good looking than your boy Mirage over here. <laughs> you gotta love that. You gotta love, love that. I love the tongue. Yeah, that's gotta be nice though when they send you stuff. You know, oh, when they that, when they think like enough has of you. Me jumping off the walls every time I those two little things they sent me, I was I was a little kid, bro. Like like opening a Christmas present, I was screaming. Yeah, Just, we were yeah. we were lucky. We got to go tour the respawn offices, and they had some stuff for us. They had some shirts and hoodies and and uh bags and things like that so yeah and i got a nice signed picture of all the uh legends and all the devs and everybody signed it so yeah that was really cool to do that and uh and now i have a running joke that vince the ceo of respawn he was originally supposed to come on my stream and he had to keep rescheduling Mm -hmm. and so he's never been able to come on well now it's a running joke now i almost don't want him to come on so i can constantly talk about how he's avoiding my stream because he went on johnny's johnny young stream he went on crypto's stream oh did he yeah and he said yeah no go ahead well he said i'm just doing this to piss off pathfinder (laughs) (laughs) i thought this is actually funny we should keep doing this but yeah tell me tell me what you're gonna say yeah you you just don't tell him but uh pathfinder is clearly the superior legend it's it's okay I know. I, yeah, we, uh, we all know who everybody's meaning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll. Uh, I definitely want to run some <laughs> games with him because uh, I told him when I finally came to PC and got some stuff sorted out. Um, yeah, we get some games. Speaking of which, more adversity. Dealing it with. I was dealing with it for like months. Finally, yesterday, I can play, can record, I can stream all on the same PC flawlessly now. So, okay. Because um, I was playing on console before, so it's a huge plus. I'm excited for that. Yeah, Johnny streams, so you guys should squad up. That would be oh, really that'd be fun. That would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about, um, I know the number one crypto. I've, I've talked to him a couple times. His name's Ill Spooky, and he has like, I think he's creeping up on 30,000 kills. In crypto really? Already? I don't know how that's possible, but Good imagine. God. The imagine. The of crypto, the number one crypto, and, and the you. lookalike crypto. The lookalike crypto. On team. Oh, that'd be cool. Now, do you <laughs> the lookalike crypto? So, do you have do you have Korean ancestry, or yeah, is I, it? I'm just... actually I'm South Korean. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's I why think, I take so yeah. much like pride in crypto because we're the same ethnicity. Okay. But, yeah, it's it's super cool. Did you grow up speaking more than one language? Uh, my my mother can speak fluently. Okay. She was born in Seoul. Okay. Me, I could say grandma and grandpa, and that's about it. All right. So I can say how many and how to be seen. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think Johnny will teach you a few phrases, but yeah, let's, well then let's make that happen then because, um, I don't have a PC candy Roo, who's a bud of yours. Candy Roo, um, is, uh, doing some research for me. He says, you can just get a, a, a like a little mini PC just to run your stream on because mm-hmm. that way you'll have like uh, an easier time with OBS. Cause apparently OBS is very moody when it comes to a Mac. And that's what I have. Are you running off of a Mac right now? Yeah. Holy smokes. I know. It's amazing it's even happening. But yeah. I'm a Mac guy. I've always had – well, I've had one since like, I don't know, 05, 06. I've had one forever. So that's yeah. kind of what I like to use. And it's it really it, 
it um, it ties in with all your other tech really well. It syncs with them. So mm. that's why I, I kind of want to stick to that. I don't want to have all these computers filling up my space here. But I, I feel you on that. But once you switch to Windows, I, pro I was a Mac <clears throat> guy too. Right. And like the only thing I miss is reading text messages on my computer. But I mean, it's a matter of just my phone's always on my desk anyway. It's not that big of a change. But the things you could do on a PC are just night and day. Trust me. Don't you catch more? Don't back. you catch more viruses on PCs though, because they spread faster? Because there are Maybe more of them. Like 1998. <laughs> All right, this is my this is my OK Boomer moment right there. Last <laughs> no, century. It's good. It's good. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, here's a question for you then. You got your big bad yellow notepad. You got your to do list. Yep. Are you one of those guys that thinks, okay, here's what I'm doing today. There's next week, there's six months, there's a year, there's five years. Do you think in terms of that or because of the tech involved, because Twitch and online and and platforms change so rapidly, do you sort of cap it and say it is not doesn't make sense for me to think five years down the line because of how fast everything is changing? Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, in terms of like major, I think there's like business moves that you can plan for in the future and obviously those are a bit longer term because like like you said platforms don't come out every day but they do right. come out so you can you can plan for those i see a lot of people like shroud is making a tiktok i'm like what I'm like i've been considering making a tiktok i don't mm -hmm. know if i'm going to do it but it is like the reach on there is incredible you know what i mean tiktok is just it's, it's crazy viral and mm -hmm. then um but even i was talking about tiktok with my girlfriend and it's definitely generational mm -hmm. um because I think she watched a video and it said that TikTok is the second most used social platform now. Oh, really? Um, like for a certain demographic. <laughs> I, I can't remember okay. what it is, but like I personally, I don't even have TikTok. I did have it. I deleted it because I was just getting, was getting addicted. So okay. I know it's working anyways. But yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, in terms of like content and videos, I do plan, like I, I'll plan anywhere from um, like the day like the day before uh -huh. to at most almost like three days in advance because like, i know updates drop and when updates drop it can make content irrelevant so um honestly regularly on the daily like my regular routine mm -hmm. um i was just doing the day before i stream mm -hmm. i go in with an idea mm -hmm. and then i make i can edit it up for the next day but yeah i mean other than that like if i know what updates coming then i, I could plan a bit more in advance and like especially when i have uh some problem like the monitors yesterday pepper right. advanced as well but you know, honestly, sometimes you can ask me what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you What are you going to do tomorrow? Well, I mean, uh, I'll find out. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know. No idea. I, I actually don't know. I have no idea. Well, that's actually a good skill to have is to know that because a lot of people couldn't do that. They would say, no, no, I need to know in advance. If you've got enough confidence in your process, then it's okay. Hmm. You don't it's need to know what you're going to do. It's the process itself that's consistent. But right. You never know what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure I'll figure it out before I go live today. I have not been able to predict where I would be with this because for literally years, like back in 2014, before I ever thought about something like Twitch, I don't even know how long Twitch has been around, but in 2014, my brother and I were trying to make other kinds of content happen because he's also an artist. So yeah. we were, he was drawing a comic book. I would write the story with him. Then we would make these little videos and nothing would really click until the idea of streaming came along. And I thought, you know, I had to be introduced to streaming and then get into it and then build out an audience to where I'm interviewing people. That all happened mm -hmm. in less than a year. 
and this was in my late 40s that I came to this. So Probably at 22, yeah, at 22, <laughs> if you asked me what I was doing, I was saying, I'm waiting for the next open mic night so I can get on stage and try this new bit I'm thinking of. If you had told me, where are you going to be in 28 years interviewing a 22-year-old who's really successful in a new platform that I'm trying to learn, I would have had no grasp of that. So sometimes you can't go too far down the line. There's no way you'll be able to predict it's it. Just, yeah, you know, I never thought I'd be talking to the voice of Pathfinder, my new favorite video game. Like it's yeah. <laughs> just insane. You, like, literally insane. Yeah, you, you just... You just don't know. Isn't that funny how things happen, Staycation? Nijambi, <laughs> money is so See, there's a crypto crypt. Yeah, there's a crypto. crypto yeah, see. Slipping in my edition. I have no there. idea what that meant. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> All right, so you're going to have to ask Johnny. You guys will get yeah. on. All right, I'm going to go ahead and plan out. I'm going to book your uh, I'm gonna book your, your so next. <laughs> your, I'm going to text Johnny right now. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. He might not be awake. Actors. Actors in L.A., they're all sleeping in. I'll tell them later. I say, hey, look, all right, I got I got staycation. You guys are going to squat up, and you're going to have to teach them some Korean, all right? Yes. So, Honestly, that'd, be, that'd be dope. Like, yeah. Talk to my, my grandma. I can, uh, I can definitely, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can promise that will happen. So for sure, you're on a PC, so how can that not happen? That'd be, exactly. that'd be a crime if it didn't. But, okay, so you got your stream running. You're, you're mm -hmm. building out, and you're considering other platforms. But in the meantime, you have your crew around you, right? You, you kind of have like a, a regular crew of uh, people you play with, or does it, yeah, does it rotate do. a lot? I've gone through like a lot of experimenting with like people I play with and everything. And mm -hmm. I just – I love – especially when I play video games for five, sometimes six hours a day. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I try to be like a really, really positive influence in person, and it's just I, don't, I find I'm just like bubbly naturally. So right. I kind of want to surround my people with that. And I got two really, really good friends, uh, gaming with Fish and Z, who I do okay. play with every day. And um, yeah, we, we're we're the squad, man. I mean, All like, right. Even, even if things are going rough, I mean, it's, it's such a good time. And I know my friend Fish. He's he's uh he'll be coming to PC soon. And I know my okay. Z. He's he's also working his way. So um yeah, I mean. As Are you right now on PC? I'm a little, I'm a little lonely. All right. I switched yesterday. Now, how does the you're on PC? Are you still able to game with a controller, or is it all keyboard for you? Oh yes, controller game for life. <clears throat> uh, Scuff Nation hashtag use code staycation. Okay. No, no, <laughs> get it in. The, sorry about the free promo, dude. Uh, do yeah, the I'm promo. A, I'm a controller player. Uh, to the dead diamond. I've been playing on controller since I was like six or seven, and okay, yeah, like I just I, I plug it right into my PC and. It works natively, just like okay. console. So I'm gonna Perfect. have to look into that because also, if uh, Candy can get me uh, an idea or at least the concept of a good mini PC, if I can game on that, then all right, maybe I'll go through the extra headache of creating another account so that I can maybe squad up with some people that mm, like. Awesome. I have noticed the serious players are all PC. They, yeah, I, yeah, I noticed that too. I mean, I think it's just uh. I don't but think that's like all video games, but it's just, right. just superior inputs, more um, a higher ceiling for what yeah. you can do, especially in a game like Apex. Is it because of the keyboard aim? Because I'm noticing that too. But I like my brother will tell me about this. He'll say a lot of these guys on PC, the the exact aim they get off of it, the the super specific way that they're able to target is vastly mm. better than your average controller player. 
Yeah, definitely like mouse and keyboard. Uh, it's basically just Apex's movement system. That's insane. Like, yeah. um, I don't know if you ever watched Asu, but there's like things you can do on mouse and keyboard movement wise that you just can't do on controller because um, obviously you can be much more precise at a much higher sensitivity on a mouse. Mm -hmm. So like when you flick your mouse and you're moving in a certain way, you can momentum shift on PC. You can barely do it on controller i mean i've seen some people barely do it on like a 10 sensitivity but yeah it's just you just can't do those things on a controller but we do have aim assist uh, aim assist uh really helps like some some say controller is superior up close because mm -hmm. aim assist is like really really powerful in apex so uh, kind of um overrides their their no matter how good you are on mouse because it's so powerful but right. long range by far mouse is most you're gonna beam down i get beamed down on pc right now i'm like holy smokes how are these people hitting their shots yeah i i was i've yeah. uh it happened to me yesterday i was just walking along trying to join my squad mates across an area that was maybe 10 yards wide two shots i'm done and it was from far away and i thought this is just not fair all right I, I didn't even know that was coming right. so yeah yeah. I'm going to have to try and play catch up somehow. What I've learned is, obviously, I think my chat would enjoy it if I was better at the game, but they're not uh, they're not on my stream for the gameplay. It's just not. <laughs> I, I, I completely feel. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you you cool dude, bro. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Um, it, it helps to be the voice, but now, are your squad mates, your usual crew, are you guys all about the same ability, or does somebody have like a little bit of an edge every now and then? Does it go up and down? Is it a competition? So we're we're all like, I would say we're all like generally equal. Like we okay. all just have good moments, help each other moments. But, right. Um, yeah, I, I think especially with streaming and just like making videos and um, just people you surround yourself with in everyday life. Like yeah. I've met some really really good players like people mm -hmm. who are so much better than me but i just don't play with them on the daily because like to be honest i don't really care if you're good at the game like yeah as long as you're a cool dude you're cool to get along with and we have good times together that's all that really matters you know what i mean absolutely like, as, as cheesy as that sounds like when you're going for the long run the marathon yeah. that's yeah. what's really gonna matter you know what i mean people oh yeah will uplift each other as they say you rise or sink to the level of the company that you keep if you exactly. hang out with positive, ambitious people, they are not going to want to be around you for very long if you yourself are not positive and ambitious. So exactly. unless there's that one guy that, that okay, we got to get this one downer guy because maybe we'll all work on him together. <laughs> and over time, he'll start to lift his game lift up. Him right up. Yeah, yeah exactly. we'll, we'll pull him up out of his funk, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah, I you were talking about the movement of the game and um, – Here's what I noticed. I did a I do a tryout Tuesday where every I game Tuesday through Friday or I stream Tuesday okay. through Friday. So on Tuesdays I play a different game. And whatever it is, it's just so I can do something different. And I like to joke and say, I also call this half my normal viewers day. Because they, <laughs> if I'm not playing Apex, they're like, All it's right, we're gonna cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I played Assassin's Creed three on Tuesday. It's an older, you know, Assassin's Creed, mm -hmm. but I love the game. And yet as much as I love playing that game, when I jumped into Apex later in that session, the movement was insane. So and much smoother. <clears throat> Any shooter yeah. you play. It's yeah. just, it doesn't mean the other games are bad games because they don't yeah. have that movement because that's definitely like a style of shooter. It's kind of like right. when Call of Duty was doing jetpacks. Like that's a style of game that some games do, but it's just 
I don't know. It's it's works so nicely and it's smooth. Yeah, it's good. Now, playing the game as much as you do, I would say, uh, how many days a week do you stream? First off, seven. Seven days a week, not yeah. taking the break. All right, I now think I yesterday yeah. was my first day off, and like, yeah, it was my first. <laughs> okay, in, in a long time, in a long time. Now, um, this was before the pandemic, right? You were still doing seven days a week. Yeah, or, of course. Okay, all right. Now, do you see a point where you might say, all right, time to take a day off? Or do you feel like, I don't want to lose this momentum. I want to always be at it. That's like the that's like the curse when there's the free, like you have mm -hmm. the freedom to, you know what I mean, do things yourself. And it's like, oh, I could take this time off. But then it gets to a point where you never want to take time off now because it's like you kind of like become into a, a workaholic. But in terms of like Apex, like a playaholic, I guess you could call it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely yesterday when I when I did not stream, um, I felt kind of like lost. I'm not gonna be real. I was like, oh my god, what am I doing with my life? Like my day isn't <laughs> consumed right now. It's not maxed out, but it's other things. And it was relaxing. I felt really really right. good, and I feel like refreshed today. I'm. It's. I don't know how to explain okay. what I do. I feel really nice. Yeah. Well, think of it in these terms. Do you train? Physically, do you physically train seven days a week, or do you feel like you know my body needs a recovery day? You, your body does need a recovery day. Okay. Same with your mind, but it's just yeah, it's harder. I, I don't know why, cause like, it you don't feel it. I mean, you do feel it, but you yeah. think you just power through. You know what I mean? Yeah, because at twenty two, you can power through. Oh, at yeah. twenty two, I didn't get hangovers. No, that's <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have to go at it that hard. You know, and at twenty two, I could eat all the all the bechamel sauce on breadsticks I wanted when I worked at the Olive right. Garden. And uh, oh, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah, and I. <laughs> if you want to talk about not making any money, when I was 23, I moved out and I was started to becoming a stand-up comic, and I would mm -hmm. do a gig here and there, and I would work at the Olive Garden during the day. I made nine thousand dollars my first year out on my own. That's it Dang. for the entire year. Now, of course, this was '93, so mm -hmm. nine thousand dollars went a little so bit it's farther. Like not too too bad, you know what I mean? But I that's mean, I a don't lot know of. It's yeah. a lot of ramen noodles is what that is. That's a lot <laughs> of ramen noodles. But yeah. I learned at – I have a friend who's 10 years older than me, and he's like my time machine. It's like, oh, that's me in 10 years. That's what, I'm, that's what I might be like. He used to tell me when I was in my early 20s, he said, when you hit about 27, 28, you're going to find that a hangover takes about a half a day to get over. Mm. Used to be you'd get up, you'd have a little bit of a headache, you have a glass of water, you're fine. About 27, 28 – Half of your day is devoted to getting over that hangover. And then by your 30s, you're not getting hangovers anymore because you're like, I'm done with this shit. I don't the want that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and he was right. 27, 28, I thought, oh, I I'm kind of wrecked right now. And I started to realize, all right, pace. I'm going to pace myself. So with my stream, four days a week for me. Now, part of it is because I have, a, I have, a, I have another career. I have... The stream is just an adjunct to what I do. You know, my yeah. career is voiceover, but I'm building out the stream. But I find having those three days off, I can't wait to get back in on Tuesday. Now, mm. you might have the exact same feeling doing it seven days a week. You might get up every day and say, I can't wait to stream. But it might be interesting for you to kind of mess around with that day off and to mm -hmm. see Am I more productive on those six days than I am on an average day when I do seven days? That's that's very true. Now that you, like now that you mentioned that, um, there definitely is, especially like right now. 
you're the end of seasons, all this stuff. Uh, so like, even if I incorporated it, <clears throat> beginning of season, everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, content like becomes drier. There's not as much to do and all that. And there's definitely times where I've I've been streaming, uh-huh. and I'm just like completely burnt out. I'm like I I could straight up log off like 30 minutes in and be like I'm done for the day. Like I don't, but I I don't. So right. maybe you're right. Like I honestly should just take the extra day off or something just so you do come itching back like that much harder you know what i mean well here's uh that'd be really good actually yeah here's a well this is data for you and i know if you're if you're meticulous and you're process oriented you probably like information and data too and you Mm -hmm. can verify this but there's a thing is the the 40-hour work week everybody's kind of familiar with the 40-hour work week and a lot of people wonder how they came up with the 40-hour work week and i I can't say for sure, but for the most part, the studies they've done have shown that people are productive up into about 40 hours in a work week. Everything you throw at them after 40 hours, and in a lot of cases, it's more like after 30 hours, their productivity level drops, and they spend more time goofing off. They spend more time procrastinating because their productivity, their efficiency, their effectiveness just starts dropping off, and so you might you might experiment with the idea of asking yourself, all right, I'm putting in X amount of hours. After this number of hours, am I dropping off? Am I doing the exact same amount of productivity in fewer hours mm-hmm. as if I just sort of kept clocking in based on routine? You're wasting time at that point. Like, is it, Are you really getting anything done at that point? So you're right. able to save that time and uh, use it to recharge yeah. Anything. Or you might say to yourself, all right, if I'm taking one or two days off, I might stream slightly more hours on those other five or six days, but I'm enjoying it just as much. And with those two days off, now I have a different set of activities I can devote my time towards. And this is stuff mm-hmm. I never got to do before. So there's there's a balance there. But, you know, I'm just throwing out ideas because when you say seven days a week, I say that's pretty impressive and you might be the type of personality that just lives for that you might be able to do that but Mm -hmm. if over time you start thinking ah it's a little bit of a grind there's the data is there to prove that you might be just as effective in a shorter period of time okay i appreciate that honestly i'll like i'll definitely uh you can google that yeah yeah like i'm definitely thinking about it like heavily as we're just talking right now because it's true well, you might you might Google it and then come back on your stream and say Edge Voice is full of shit. <laughs> Wasn't even like close that, to being true. What do you mean? <laughs> if I see you on Kings Canyon, fucking sniping you first, bro. Noob, <laughs> noob, potato. I gotta get, get my brother my to. Distance. <laughs> I gotta get my brother to come up with a potato graphic for me. He's already got. He's got. He created a toaster and the toast pops up and it says OK and Boomer on it. So oh that I God. just throw that up on my stream. I say, dude, the next graphic is going to be a potato. All right. Oh because that's that's forever. A potato with a flat cap on it. That'll be me. Yes, the so, flat cap is key. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Branding, marketing. So, all right. You know what? We might need to take some uh, questions from the chat here, too. Um, okay. But, well, first of all, uh, I, I want to ask you, what's the yep. most – common misconception people might have about you not just about like streamers or gaming but about you in particular is there like a common misconception you're always running into and you can like clear it up here at least for the duration of this interview oh i'm really i'm getting like i'm blanking out right now i'm really trying to think common misconception like for me Uh. 
people sometimes people ask me oh if somebody uh approached you with a voiceover job doing this or this would you take that job and i said with very rare exceptions i take all voiceover jobs because it's a volume business there uh like people think that the uh that the voices of these characters in this game are all living in solid gold houses because we do a voice on a game that's really popular but that's not how it works. You get paid your session fee, and you know we don't get residuals for this game. That's not how this particular game works. So there are a lot of misconceptions about voice acting and about acting in general, and I'm always happy to clear those up and address those on my stream. So for you, is there like this consistent notion people have, and they bring it up, and you have to always correct it? I don't think I don't I don't know if I have anything like that. I mean, if there's Obviously, I play video games mm -hmm. for a living now. But if there's one thing I could say is that this is so much more than just playing a video game right. to me. Like, there's so much more that goes into it that I'm passionate about. That, like, it gaming is just the content. Uh, I get asked a lot of uh, by a lot of people, too, like, why don't you join, like, a gaming org? Like, why don't you do this? And it's like, it's not about, like, the game. It's more so about the the vibes right like you know what i mean like the just the time and the positivity and like good feeling moments you have when like you come to the stream it doesn't matter what we're playing so i mean like for all i know tomorrow i actually this last time i could be playing roblox uh -huh. like, I, I don't know what i'm gonna be playing you know what i mean but apex is definitely a game that's blowing up my channel and i've mm -hmm. got a lot of movement from and i'm loyal to that but um yeah i mean it's just it's it's more than just a video game to me so right that's why like when it comes to anything the people you surround yourself with it's like i'm here to make lasting relationships meet mm -hmm. good people and all that stuff so uh, that's like really the only thing i guess i could say also i'm i do have more than just a neck and traps and yeah i have a body um <laughs> yeah you gotta you know what you gotta do is uh, i tell you what this uh, something i think about too is building out content because um, I talked to Candy Roo about this. He started making one kind of video. He would make these how-to videos. You know, he would get, he'd be mm -hmm. the info guy. He'd be the answer guy. He said, but there's a ceiling for that. And there's always somebody that ends up knowing more than you. And so he said, I wanted to take a different path. But the hardest part for him was watching his audience drop in the beginning. He said, that was really hard. And then finally, mm -hmm. it just it clicked and it took off. And the one thing I noticed, too, is that I definitely want to honor why people are here on my stream they love apex and it's you know it's fun to watch one of the actors from the game go through the game and suck as bad as i do but i like to try and devote time to doing other stuff because i've done over a hundred other games but yeah, so many yeah. of those games people don't know apex is a great game and it's going to be around for a long time but you know you want to around forever yeah and yeah. you want to balance you know what i mean I'm, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like what you're talking about yeah exactly Mm -hmm. I know I've, uh, I, I wanted to, you know, the new game Valorant. Somebody told I, me uh, I should play that for the next tryout Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to, um, play, I found, I actually got, ended up getting a beta key. It's only in beta, closed beta, but I got a key and, uh, I told people I'd be trying it out, but it's only mouse and keyboard and I don't know how to play mouse and keys. It doesn't have controller support, sadly. So that's kind of a bummer, but, um, no, I, I agree. Like sometimes, even just playing different games, mm -hmm. like when people come in and like I was playing Warzone the other day for a little bit, and um, people came in and they're like, "Whoa, like, <laughs> are you even the same person, bro? What is what is this? You know what I mean? Because it, it's so different." But yeah, like it, it's just fun experimenting with other games because there's games in general that 
we enjoy to play enjoy yeah. playing not just one game you know what i mean that's so, what i wanted to get yeah. across to people too it can it's really easy to get into that rut where i don't even want to say a rut it's just you get into a groove and people are coming for the same thing over and over. Do you find a big audience difference for you, a big viewer difference, if you play a game other than Apex? Yeah, well, so when I when I did play like when I do play some Warzone, um, I definitely noticed like a little bit of a dip. But I was actually like I was surprised like to see how many people were actually still sticking around when I was playing uh -huh. Warzone because like inevitably, like obviously I can have faith and I'd be like, oh, like people stick around and all that. But right. You, like you said numbers are numbers and people will leave and all that but yeah yeah no it was, it was pretty surprising like to see like still so many people like wanting to watch me play other games because I, I could definitely see like if i if i went from playing apex and then i went and played uh, i made a video on it a couple months ago you ever heard of untitled goose game uh yes i think i have yes i think i have i did a whole stream and playthrough of that and i put it on my youtube channel and it got like i think it like in comparison to the, the videos that put like mm -hmm. I think like yesterday's videos that around like 100k, but the Goose game it got like 10,000 views. Uh -huh. and in comparison, obviously it's it's a drastic change, but the people who did watch the Goose game were like they loved it, like they, they said okay. it's hilarious. So you do take a hit, but like like you said, it's it's just nice and it's healthy <laughs> to move out in other directions. It is. Um, what Candy said about uh, he used to be like a tips and news type of guy, right? Um. That's kind of how I started off making my channel. I did a mm -hmm. lot of gameplays. The gameplays got no traction at all, ever. But the tips wow. always did somewhat mm -hmm. better. But I hated making tip videos. I, I did <laughs> not enjoy it. Like, I always like playing video games, making YouTube videos of video games, because I enjoy, like, the experience, getting excited, playing awesome moments. Right. But, um, I did that up until, I think it was, uh, like, 35,000 or 40,000 subscribers. Okay. And that's when... Um, the summer was coming mm -hmm. coming up and that's when i said i'm really gonna like just take all school off and get mm -hmm. to it and i said but now that i've gotten some traction i'm gonna do it my way so i don't care like the views took a hit i was uh -huh. going from like on new i did some news videos i was getting like forty thousand uh -huh. like, views a video like at that size i was like wow right. this is amazing post some gameplay i think like one of the videos it did like by the end of the night it was like at like uh just over a thousand i was like this is <laughs> This is that's I know that feeling. I know that so, feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But over time, you stay consistent, stay true to what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So you get some actual because you can't be oblivious. You know, right. you need some some momentum. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, now, now we're here. Yeah, this is. Yeah, that's right about the level I'm at. I'm at about thirty two, thirty three thousand subs on uh, YouTube. And mm. I know everybody knows the analytics are so good. You know what videos are clicking, how long it takes them to click. For me, yeah. consistently, anyone I interview always gets me the highest viewership on Twitch. And it doesn't necessarily get me the highest viewership on YouTube. It depends on how related it is to Apex. But mm -hmm. I am consistently starting to choose at least once a month, if I can, somebody to interview that is not directly affiliated with Apex because I want to see where that audience is. But it's tough because... Yeah. That first 24 hours, when that video hits, you're looking at how it's doing, and you I used know. I addicted. Yeah. The, that analytics app, man, that's, that can be a curse sometimes. I remember when yeah. I was, like, first, like, uh, like, like during that summer, I was, like, a flick machine. You, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Going like this with your phone. Yeah. Flicking, flicking, refresh. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. That sounds like a good because obviously, like, this isn't something anybody else does. And <clears throat> right. Yeah, people like like for Apex, but I'm sure there's a lot of other people who play other games who mm -hmm. would love to see other people interview. You know what I mean? So this right. is, this honestly is a really really cool like niche. It's almost like I'm Jimmy Kimmel or yeah. uh, or almost it's like the a joke. I'm getting. Yeah. It's honestly really it's chill. It's fun. It's yeah. like it's not like. Uh, all right, next question. Um, this, that, yeah, like you know what I mean. Like it's just nah. This it's... is a hang. You know what I'm creating here is yes, I'm doing some gameplay, but it's really more about bringing on interesting people too, and mm, exactly. working in yeah, working in the voiceover stuff. Like with what you keep coming coming back to on your channel, your stream is that you're about being positive and having these cool experiences with people you like. Mm, exactly. So and just having awesome moments because, like you said. You can go to Apex from anyone, anyone. It, I mean, yeah. you could just experience it yourself on your own PlayStation or your PC or anything. But right, yeah. So, yeah. You, I mean, you want that to translate across other games. And like, like you said, uh, when you don't do um, other creators, like yeah. When you do interview people who aren't playing Apex, mm -hmm. um, obviously you don't have like the same retention. But right. it's it's gonna spread to more people. Yeah. Yeah, it's trying to broaden it out. Um, and it's funny, I'm like you. I love to obsess over data and analytics because there's so much information there and you love to see the numbers change, but you can get addicted to it. And after a while. I, I really, uh, like, I, I wouldn't say I'm so much like addicted to it anymore. I've definitely, like, really cut it out. Right. But I think there will, um, like, when new when new stuff drops, like an update drops, I like mm -hmm. I, I like to keep up because I'm like, oh, it's exciting. Like, let's see how, like, this new stuff is doing. But um, during, like, the regular, like, regular routine or whatever, I kind of, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, I just kind of stay away from it. And then I'll, like, check back sometimes in, like, uh, like once of the day at the end of the day or uh, once every two days. But, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It keeps it exciting too. That's, I guess, that way. yeah. The one thing I would love to be able to do and I can't because I'm a Twitch streamer is have seasons and you can't mm. just take a few weeks off to recharge, make a bunch of content and then come back and start throwing it all out there. Your content is the fact that you're on there daily yeah, or that, weekly. Mm -hmm. But then that's where your YouTube comes into play, which is yes. Huge. So like, it, there's like a different appreciation <clears throat> for it because like, I think like a lot of people who, um, do watch my YouTube channel or like mm -hmm. watch these interviews on your YouTube channel. They know that this probably happened live. You know what I mean? Like they can, right. just like in the way you interact with the, in the video as well. But I think people appreciate that in a different way. They appreciate um, behind the scenes made stuff for YouTube. And yeah. Then, like, yeah, like your YouTube definitely like helps your Twitch grow. But yeah, it, I know it is. It is kind of annoying that your Twitch doesn't really grow unless you're live. But your YouTube, like I said, YouTube will. Yeah. Will and that's that. That's true. It's it's perspective. I almost have to think of it as, okay, the Twitch is not a seasonal thing, but you're right. You can make your YouTube seasonal so you can focus certain kinds of content or at least a volume of content in a seasonal way and just use the Twitch as your foundation of your content that way. Because exactly. otherwise, yeah. yeah, that's why I take those three days off. I need the break to recharge. But then again, that's where I am. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I... I, I, it'll be interesting. I'll keep my eye on what you do. <laughs> I'm going to come back you know, and yeah, cause, Stay's yeah. going to say, yeah, I'm down to one day a week, 24 hours in a row. You don't <laughs> like it tough. I'm in Turks and Caicos this week. Yeah. Chat. Uh, be right back. <laughs> Man. All right. All right. Well, I tell you what we'll do. We got, I got about, I got to hard out myself and you're streaming later today, aren't you? 
Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be live around like four-ish p.m. my time. I'm gonna go do a couple more things before. Okay, I gotcha, get on. But, gotcha. Um, All right. So here's what we can do is we can throw it to the chat for some questions. Well, here's one from iTemply, iTemply, iTempPPLY. Why is staycation not in the sore top 40 list, and what do his tattoos mean? You can answer as much or as little of that question as you want. Ooh. Okay, so the the sore thing, I once again, I, I told y'all earlier, I got asked that like every day. So, uh, it, it's it's a matter of like applying for that, and like I actually was talking to my friend, Jen do you know who Back Off My Jenks is? He's another uh, Apex YouTuber. I've heard, yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah. So he was, I was actually just talking to him yesterday because he and his friend Iceman were helping me uh, set up my monitors and all that. And um, it's just not like a gaming org just isn't something I'm like 100% interested in. Like I've thought about it, but it's just not something, um, I don't know, I, I really want to pursue. And I, I don't know, I just like think it, it, uh, it does things. And like in terms of like assessing my brand, I don't know if I want to like move in that direction um, just because it's out of personal preference. Um, so that's the only reason I'm not in that. Like I didn't, I didn't apply. Like it's an RC, so you have to like apply for that, and I didn't apply for that. So that's the direct reason I'm not in it. Like gotcha. the, the top 40. And then my tattoos. Um, yeah, people always ask me about my tattoo. I hope it's in frame. I got. Yeah, we got it. I got like my. It's like a half sleeve right now. I really do want to get the rest of it done, but um, I don't want to get a tattoo with Corona right now, and I also uh, <laughs> it's expensive. So I got this guy right here. Uh, the meanings I honestly just kind of like keep to myself. I'm not one of those like, this one is for the year that I quit smoking, and this one is for the year that I, like I, I don't not like that. So right. um, this one is an hourglass. It's American traditional. Uh, it's an hourglass with five flowers around it, and then um, it's steering into the next one. Um, I know it's kind of dark. <laughs> no, we got it. We see it. And then this one is uh, uh, the web with the spider. Okay, this one I'll tell you the meaning. I got this one just because I'm scared of spiders. My number one fear. Yeah. <laughs> so why the tattoo? That. Is it to yeah. sort of get a little control over it? Yeah, I, honestly, I just like I'm scared of spiders. Screw I get the spider tattoo. And then this was my first one. This was the funniest one because um, I was showing up to classes and people are like, "Yo, what up with the dagger on your arm, bro?" <laughs> because it's the only thing on my arm. And uh, yeah, that's the dagger on my arm. So yeah, it has to get a nice. Hopefully, you get up. I'm honestly like. I'm not opposed to like how many I would get. I mean, in the end goal, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll be your age one day and I'll have my whole left arm, chest, back. And I, leave, I always told myself though, I'll leave my right arm blank and I'll leave my left leg blank. Just so I remember what I look like. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's funny that um, you say that because my brother is a year and a half older than me. So he's, mm -hmm. he just turned 52. He started getting into tats when he was in his forties. He didn't get a tattoo mm. until he was in his 40s. And now he's got really? one. Yeah, he's got one on either peck. He's got uh, stuff on his on his hands. He's got sleeves. Yeah. And he says it is kind of addictive. So it is. It yeah. Is in a sense. Yeah. But, and then even um, what's not fun, though, is the, you feel sick after you get a tattoo. It's really weird. Oh, really? Like, do, you, do you have a tattoo? No, I never got one. You don't? So I, I know this one, the one on my elbow, all the line work and everything took forever. That one was like a solid five hours mm. uh, laying down. And like after, you know, when you like, you ever like fallen off a bike and like really, really hurt yourself yeah. and you kind of get chills that night. It's kind of like that, that outburst of adrenaline all day long. You, you feel like 
chill. You, get, you just feel sick after. It's, it's weird, but. All right. So that's yeah, it. That's so part of the experience that, of getting not, it. That's not the addicting part. But the addicting yeah. part is just like, com like adding on to the collection, I guess. I think if somebody wants to make a ton of money, they have to come up with tattoo ink that lasts for about a year. Because the one thing I've learned is a lot of people who get body art, they're addicted also to the process. And if they could, they would sometimes get something else, but it's really hard to get a tattoo removed. And it's a long yeah. process. So mm -hmm. if you could get a tattoo that would last about a year, and if you still like it, just go get it re-inked. But if you don't like it, it'll fade. Clean slate. It's like a big etch-a-sketch. You could just shake it yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. A year, a year's a good time. I mean, like, just get a, you got to get regular tattoos touched up anyway. So yeah, go through yeah. a cycle of the seasons with it and think. Yeah, I don't think this. Uh, so yeah, if you I don't, really like it. You can maybe just get a permanent. It's like yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, okay. I don't think my Ariana Grande Forever tattoo is gonna age well. So <laughs> I'm gonna get that uh, inked over. And this yeah. is this is gonna say the weekend after this. All right. So yeah. <laughs> See, I know what the kids listen to. I'm such an old man. All right, let's let's grab another trendy one here. Music. Yeah, trendy music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at this female on the phone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, somebody's a petition for me to get a Pathfinder tattoo. If I got a tattoo, it would probably just be like my social security number, so I'd never forget it. <laughs> old man tattoo. Uh, here's one from Mr. GQ3, favorite football team, NFL or CFL? What position did you play? Missing your stream. All right, so yeah, he was a slot receiver. But are you more into the NFL or the CFL? Because it's a different game, as you know. Well, me personally, I'm more into the NFL. I don't really watch the CFL. I am from Hamilton, Ontario, so I'm a Tiger Cats fan. All right. Um, I mean, you have to support your home team. Yeah. And, um, see, I, I am a <clears throat> Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I've been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan forever. All right. I don't I haven't been watching much football so like I'm not like a true fan so like don't go asking me are you excited for their upcoming draft pick because I honestly have no idea who they're they're picking um but if I do have a team in the NFL it's the Steelers and it's funny how they're all yellow I swear I'm not one of those people who picks their favorite team based off of color uh, <laughs> um but yeah I know Pittsburgh Steelers my team and I got like some of their merch at home back in Ontario but, gotcha all right yeah. and then yeah I played receiver Yep. Here's one from Stumbly Ghost. Stay, I've been basically following you since your YouTube days, like when you had under a thousand subscribers. Just wanted to ask you, what are you looking forward to in Apex Season 5? Season 5. Okay. So, apparently, there's a new... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about a couple things here. Sure. Tomorrow, I, I uh, have a friend. His name's Ilu Games. He data mines for the game. And he said there's apparently a LTM that's going to be coming tomorrow. Where you test with dropping with shields and pistols in game mm. so i don't know if it, like it's just up for like speculation but if it does happen that would be really cool in season five because then you get rid of like the dying off rip with no shield no gun so mm -hmm. at least have that but loba loba oh my goodness bro from what i've seen of loba she, she's a main bro crypto who's crypto man <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm Sorry, excited for Johnny. the new legend yeah. okay <laughs> yeah now do you like what i'm most excited for do you like the idea of introducing a new legend every season, or do you think at a certain point it should flatten out a little bit? I like a legend new every season. I, I do. I think for because you, you have to take into consideration us who play it every day. You have to take into consideration people who play it on weekends, a couple times a week, and a new two new legends a season. Uh, that's already like enough to adjust to meta wise, mm -hmm. for like pro players. 
So having two new a season, that would just be way too much for everybody, I think. I'm going to be real. I lost the question. I need the question again. Okay. Well, in other words, you know, I, 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 should I they... Blanked out. Well, I asked this of Ragtag, too, who likes to uh -huh. play a lot of Apex. He likes having deeper characters and not as many of them, whereas uh, Tanner Slays, who plays 8-10 hours a day, yeah. likes having as many characters as possible. Do you have an opinion on that, or is it just gameplay and no, the number of yeah, characters isn't as much of a factor? I definitely think, like like I said, I think one legend a season is good. Okay. Um, I do think the seasons are like a tab long right now. Like, they're a little bit shorter. I always find at the end of every season, it's like the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. just, I go crazy doing it every day because I'm like, there's nothing to do. So okay. If they, if they could just pull it back two weeks, new legend, we're good to go. Is yeah. there something you would like to see in the game that you haven't seen yet? A new feature, a new wrinkle in the game, something you would love, uh, like from the point of view of just a pure gamer that you'd love to see more of in the game? I'd like to see um, bigger squad because I, I know why solos are in the game. It's just not healthy. But I think bigger squads, like maybe four or five man squads, could be super cool to see. That'd be um, interesting. Constantly having uh, LTM in the mix. Like a, a different game mode, like a, a fresh uh -huh. kind of concepty game mode, and um, I mean that that would really do it for me, to be honest. Like, okay, yeah, th those are my main things. I would just really, really, really like to see. All right, it's one from Lil Helper Boat. Love to hear tips for getting better as a console gamer. I've plateaued and I'm really trying to get to the next level. Any tips on how to get through that that plateau? As a console, okay. So here's the thing: playing on PC, playing as Playing on console is completely irrelevant. Your skill in the game, whether it's on PC or console, completely irrelevant. Obviously, like you're gonna want to be good enough so it's like bearable to watch. Like if the voice, can, uh, the voice of Pathfinder can play, then anybody could play right. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to you play it mean? well. Yeah, you just it's have just to like about, it. Exactly, you just have to like it and bring yourself to the table, and obviously push yourself like. If you're editing on a PlayStation, because I know there's people who edit on a PlayStation, maybe the next step there is learning how to edit on a laptop. Or mm -hmm. and if obviously say your content, like the storage or anything, you know what I mean. You always have to move up, but the the skill is the last of your last of your worries. You just have to really enjoy the game. I'm sorry, that wasn't a jab. I, I people yeah. were saying I roasted you. I was just, the point is you just have to love the game or like the game or even just want to try it out, and that that's it. It's just, yeah, there's a lot more to content than being good at the game. Pro, right, being pro, pro at the game is only relevant when you're trying to win money in tournaments. That's it. Those guys are just—they're just a different level yeah, of human being. Yeah, some of that's like naturally gifted. They're just yeah gifted at that, and they've been doing it since they were a kid. You can't learn some things when like even like at this age. Like if I was booty at video games, yeah, there's probably no like saving me at this point. Like I'll get better, but not that good you know what i mean right yeah it's like on on the football field no matter yeah. how hard you train your 40 is only going to get so fast and then this one guy's going to show up and he's going to run it backwards faster it's just exactly. somebody's born with better fast twitch muscle fibers than another person some people are just better wired to be good at certain things mm -hmm. but exactly. like you have learned and like i've learned there's no substitute for hard work and working smart so, yeah, if you want to get better, there are ways to get better. But like Stay is saying, if you're having fun, who cares how good you are? I mean, if you're tying the, the amount of fun you have to your gaming results, yeah, I guess that's something you can work mm. on. But 
it's it's hard to have fun when you're thinking about results instead of thinking about process. Process is what it's about. You look at, and I don't mean to like uh, extend this one too long, but you look at like any successful like YouTuber who did play, like even just look at PewDiePie. People, PewDiePie is not the goaded gamer. He is right. He's just a cool guy. People like watching him. And yeah, people will come back for him. And like, if you really want to take it to the next level, once you've figured out your content, your your production value is also something that people really consider. Yeah. Upping your quality, um, just learning new skills and video editing techniques and all that. But um, like, I, I, I just pride myself on being like really fun when I play the game. But now that I've like figured out a bunch of stuff, now I'm like, okay, maybe I can dedicate a bit more time to like trying to get even better at the game alongside mm -hmm. Uh, like being fun, you know what I mean? Because then that there's even more value. So don't just focus, don't get like too tunnel visioned with it. Just yeah. Like one thing. Stay flexible. Here's exactly. one from Ownage YouTube. What does Stay most passionate about in his job? And does he know he's a big inspiration for others? Well, he knows now. Oh, thank you, bro. Yeah. Uh, wait, what it Stay most passionate about his job? Mm, the thing I'm most passionate about, obviously, like is bringing that energy to other people. But I think just like giving an example of like, like, I don't know, I've always like through football, like positive energy doesn't translate too well with football. If anything, I just called annoying a lot of the time. So like, but, yeah. I, but I think like just showing that like hard work can, if you're consistent with it, I just, I think it, it, it shows to a lot of people that you can really, as cheesy sounds, do anything. Cause like mm -hmm. who would have thought you can make this big of a YouTube channel happen within like small year that i've been doing it you know what i mean like it's you could really just work towards something and make it happen gotcha yeah little helper boat that asked the uh, question about plateaus is not interested in streaming or content but the answer still applies if you don't get hung up on your results so much because uh probably you're thinking about getting better and better in a game where you're not playing the game you're playing other players people have to remember that too it's not like i want to get better at assassin's creed well, you're not playing multiplayers, you know, or other players. You're playing the game itself. You can get much better. But as everybody else gets better, then, yeah, you can just try and maintain your level of uh, your, your, I guess, your level of approach. But, yeah, uh, yeah I guess uh, the best way to put it is improve your process and the results will come. And maybe the best way to improve your process is just try and work smart. You can, if you're not learning from your mistakes – then uh, you're probably not going to get better. Like, I don't learn from my mistakes. I tend to do the same stupid shit every single time I get wiped. It's like, oh, because I ran in there and I didn't move while I was shooting. So, it's so hard to avoid it. <laughs> you do the same things like, I just did this last game. <laughs> yeah, I will say Tanner Slays on a previous one said that what he likes to do is he'll go back and as they say, he'll look at the tape. He'll look at what he did. And he'll mm. see, oh, yeah, I, I should have zigged when I zagged and I should have moved left when I went right. So he learned from watching footage. So go back, look at footage. That's very true. That'll help. Yeah. All right. Here's one from It's Smarty 10. When you started content creation, how is it like promoting your content? What would you say really helped in growing your, your channel and your community as a content creator? All right. So okay, when you first started, you said you weren't getting a lot of views. When I first started, I wasn't getting a lot of views. But people... People always get this mixed up and like not just with YouTube, but with everything. It's like, oh, maybe you need to network more. Maybe I need to do this. And sometimes people do all this dance around what actually needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And I think like with YouTube, the number one thing that needed to get done was putting out a video 
every single like from the day my channel has been active there's never been a video uh that didn't go up every single day and wow what like when that when that goes through like 365 days later um like i think there was like a stop posted on uh you know do you know who frisk is at ea no i don't think i know uh, yeah. okay well anyway he i think like he took a stat and showed like <clears throat> some of the top apex creators i think i posted 425 videos in the wow. first year so that's like the number one that's the number one thing you could do in terms of youtube in my opinion to promote your video mm -hmm. there's more of you than there is of everybody else mm -hmm. people are going to be bound to run into you but um one thing i did which you just be careful because you don't want to like upset people don't be skeevy about it but my friend brett remember i told you he had a youtube channel mm -hmm. madden he um he, he had this program when he first started and it was like an automated system and he could send out dms and he would like message message mass amounts of people and be like hey would you be interested in that so um i i like i was like oh he's like that's how he promoted his video so i was like how mm -hmm. can i message people and he goes oh well that doesn't exist anymore so i said i don't care i'm gonna message <laughs> as many people as i can so i, I remember <laughs> when apex was first released it gained like thousands of followers every day right i followed every one of those people who followed apex and i was like genuinely though i would like message people and have conversations mm -hmm. and um i'd be like hey like i make apex videos i know the game just came out would you mind checking it out like if, if that's something you're interested in no don't spam like don't go copying pasting messages because right that, i mean that that's just gonna come off as like it's spam essentially you know what i mean so yeah I actually try to engage but that's what i did and i, I think uh through messaging people i gained uh, i remember i gained like 26 subs in a day and I was pretty jumping good. off the walls. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I was a freaking out because I was like, oh my goodness. But I would gain like five, ten subs a day just mm -hmm. messaging people. And I mean, it got me into like a thousand. And then mm -hmm. from a thousand, I got some like, actual traction. And so a lot of people call it, uh, said it was like skeevy at the time. But now you get people <laughs> who uh, message you back. And then, um, you know, the same people are, that were telling you to F off, the same people that were like, oh, yo, like, yeah. didn't see it, bro. Whoa, dude. Like, I'm so sorry, bro. I'm like, <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny, yeah. But just be consistent on YouTube. That that's the number one thing. Yeah, I I have learned that too. There's actually a YouTube content creator called the Content Bug. It's this really nice girl who makes content about how to make YouTube content. It's the most meta thing you could imagine. <laughs> but she's really good about it, and she has all kinds of tips about how to make your YouTube channel grow how to approach making your content, how to look at the analytics, all of that. So if your goal is to grow, and it's my goal, it stays goal, there's always a bit of information out there. Always be looking for, okay, what's what's something else that can give me an edge? But yeah, I, I agree. If you're consistent with your content, like I'm once a week, every Friday at 5 p.m., at some point I will probably add a Tuesday to that when I can bank enough content to consistently do it but it's because people need to know, oh yeah, it's this day and it's this time. That means something should be coming and they should yep. be able to expect it. Because otherwise they have a lot of other choices. There's a lot of other exactly. places they can go. So that's keep something that in mind. you mentioned uh, as well. Um, just like, although I said stay consistent, that doesn't mean um, stay consistent with your content. Like, always yeah. be trying to, like you said, always, there's always those <clears> external <throat> resources to learn and you always want to be moving forward in the quality and type and uh, type of content you're making, but be consistent with when you post content. Post. Right. Be consistent with posting. Yes. Yeah. This one from uh, Necto. Question, what is your main goal at the moment? What is making you continue and never quit? I need some pep talk. 
at me, and I, this could apply for you too, Stay. My main goal at the moment is to continue to stream on the days I've designated, to continue to book interviews. Like this is my, this is old school, but this is my list of interviews that I've got. Okay, so okay. next week is Moy Para, and he's an animator for Apex. So yeah, I, see, I see him all over Twitter. Yep, that's going to be fun. Stuff. Yep. So for me, it is to continue to be consistent with my content, and I spitball with my brother a lot. We're always very good. I, I've found somebody that creatively I work very well with, and yeah, it's my brother. And I also like to bounce ideas off the mods because the mods are here because they care. So they're going to have valid ideas too. So mm -hmm. I'm going to consistently interview people because I really enjoy doing it, and people are inherently interesting anyway. And I'm going to consistently play with subs. I'm going to, I've, I've created a structure for my stream. And I'm going to follow it, but I'm going to find ways to build out the content to make it as interesting as I can for as many people, but as long as it's something I still enjoy doing. So exactly. the fact that I have that approach in place works really well for me. I'm not as good at riffing on the day as Staycation is. I don't think I would be as good at that, but if I plan it in advance, just to a degree, not too much, because I always say it's good to have a plan even if you don't follow it, but mm -hmm. to continue to follow my process will get me the results I want. That works for me. So what, mm -hmm. what works best for you, Stay? Yeah, I, th I think my main goal currently right now is I'm really enjoying um, my Twitch, and I've been enjoying the growth that it's had, and I think it's mm -hmm. just like just the beginning. And I really want to like dedicate um, – myself to growing my twitch even higher than it's been before and um i, I when it comes to like making content i was playing yesterday because i didn't get to stream yesterday and i was just gonna like play a couple games see if i could get some recordings and i truly don't enjoy playing video games nearly as much when i'm by myself as i do when i'm on stream like i, I played like three games and I mean, who am I talking? I'm talking to myself. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I can do like there's those typical like YouTubers doing like those those comms with themselves over a game, but like they're not. I don't think anyone can be truly passionate talking to yourself. I mean, maybe you can be, but uh, I just really enjoy making content streaming. So uh, a lot I've been doing a better job at like promoting my Twitch through my YouTube, so people like because I feel like some people might just think I just play and post it on YouTube, but right. Yeah, um, I want to see my Twitch um, really take new heights in the next year, hopefully. And then, okay. you know, what keeps me from like not quitting and staying consistent is um, it's actually a quote. Uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, his name's Hollow Point, and he 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 always uh, he made a community post about it. And he goes, "The only day your uh, the only day your YouTube channel would ever be dead is the day you stop posting." Mm -hmm. So I don't ever I don't know. I'm just like. I have like this itch, like every day it's just get something new out, get something new out, get something new. I just like, I don't know, I just, I just like the process, I guess you could say. So there you go. I, I just enjoy it, yeah. When you love to do something, it's easy to keep at it. And, and uh, it's, not a, it's not a grind, exactly. Like yeah. Every day you wake up, I'm like, all right, like the editing, I'm not going to lie, like editing. That's I a grind. so much now that I'm just kind of like, okay, That's I, a grind. I feel like I can like allocate this, but everyday stream time comes around, I'm like, all right, we get to go, we get to play, and like we get to hang out with everyone, it's going to be, it's going to be lit. Yeah, and um, I uh, I told somebody this too that um, when I was first starting out in comedy, I had a college degree. I could have chased a different career, but I wasn't interested in that. 
um, nothing was going to keep me out of comedy. I went to the open mic nights. I would go the rest of the week and hang out at the club. Even if they didn't have open mic, I would sit in the back and watch. And they started letting me in for free. I've never paid to get into a club in my life. I've always just sat there and watched and learned. Nothing could have kept me away. And there were all kinds of obstacles and hurdles, but I didn't care because I was going to do this. There was nothing going to keep me from doing it. When you find something that makes you feel that way, and by the way, when that passion for stand-up went away, I got out of stand-up. Now I do this. You're not going to keep me from doing this. When my passion for it wanes, I'll do something else. So this is window dressing. The fact that you're streaming and I'm streaming, it's just a one way we express how we like to connect with people and game exactly. and play yep. and do things we love. If that platform changes, fine. You're not going to stop looking for that connection. It's just the way you express it will, will change. It's a shift. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Cristala, my mod, is asking what platform does Staycation play on? So you're on PC now, correct? Oh, uh, yeah. I still have my PlayStation. I am going to be trying to stream on PC today. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely plan on moving to PC. Gotcha. Controller, though. All right. Here's okay. one last one uh, from Go Bucky. Stay, who gets to play as crypto when you, Johnny, and uh, Lil Spooky team up? I'm going to leave that to Lil Spooky. <laughs> He's the number one crypto in the world. He, he's got all hands. I could play. I'll play Pathfinder. <laughs> there you go. Well, this he's, he's my solid second main uh, Pathfinder right. race. This leads into our last little feature of the interviews I like to do. Now, when I have the legends on, I make them ad lib with me as their character. I don't make them, but I give them the option. They always take it. But when somebody's on and they're not like an actor or a VO person, I say, okay, here's what I'll do. I'll give you whatever Pathfinder line you want with your name in it. I'll give you a voice line. You can interact with Pathfinder however you want. So it is it is okay. in your hands, Stay. Whatever wait, you want so from Pathfinder, except I won't curse. Pathfinder doesn't wait, curse. Wait, so I could, I could tell you to say one thing? Well, yeah, except I'm not going to roast anybody either. People are always asking okay. me, oh, can you say this? So-and-so is trash. Oh. And I'll say, hey, I wouldn't do that as Pathfinder. It's just, so. just like just a minor roast, just a minor roast. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite Pathfinder clips is... yeah. You're a bum, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Every time he says it, I lose my lose my bananas in game. It's hilarious. So if you could say my name and then just say you're a bum staycation. You're a bum, friend. I would mm, I would hold on. I can I if you don't mind, like sure. Uh, I actually I can't record it because um, You can't? All right. Well this will be on the VOD anyway. This will be on so. the body, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that that would be the icing on the cake for me. Yeah. Hey, staycation. You're a bum, friend. Oh, oh yes, I am. <laughs> High five anyway. Yeah. Staycation. You're a bum, friend. You're just going to have that on a loop. Staycation is a bum. That's a, that's a Twitter clip right there. I'm sorry. Somebody's clipping that. Don't worry. That's yeah. getting clipped. All right. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day. I mean, you're seven days a week at this, so I'm surprised you had time to do this. I'm very thankful that you could take time out and grace us with what you have learned already because you have booked some serious experience and knowledge in such a short time. I'm very impressed. I got to say. Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate you, man. Yeah. Especially. Thank you. And it's, it's this was this was awesome. No, this, this is, was great. These are like the, yeah, but th honestly like these things are the things that you do like YouTube and Twitch content for cool experiences like this. 
Um, it, it's awesome, man. It's and a, that's it's a pleasure. I think that's why you have the audience you do. You're not just good at the game. You are really putting out a particular vibe, and that's what I try and cultivate as well. So you're bringing in the people you want, and I think the real aggro douchey gamers, they're not going to bother <laughs> stopping by. They don't know. They want other aggressive people, and, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't like being around that either. So thank you again, my man, Staycation. I'm going to have Thank to get you. a PC. I, I, can I shake virtually shake your hand? I Virtual like, handshake. There we are. There we are. There we go. There we go. Awesome. All right, man. Thank All you, right. man. I appreciate it. It was a pleasure.